What's up, fellas? Welcome back to Convos Over Cold Brew with me, your host, Emma Abrahamson. Today we're talking to Morgan Pearson, who is an Olympic triathlete hopeful. He ran for the University of Colorado Boulder and was multiple-time All-American there, ran the 5K, and then he transitioned into triathlon back in 2017-ish, 2018. He's had a very impressive triathlon career so far, and he is gunning for the Tokyo 2021 Olympics. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Before we get started, I want to give a big shout out to Care Of for sponsoring today's episode. Care Of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you long term. All of Care Of's products are formulated with good for you, clean ingredients that are backed by science. Basically, you take an in-depth five-minute online quiz that asks you questions about your diet, lifestyle, health concerns to help you address your specific wellness goals. It's like getting a one-on-one consultation with a nutritionist all without leaving your house and your recommendations come in daily individually wrapped packets that are perfect for getting back into a routine. Not surprisingly, I was recommended vitamin D, which makes total sense because here in Portland, it doesn't get sunny in the winter time really, so I need the added vitamin D to my diet and that also supports bone health. And then I also was recommended ashwagandha, which supports muscle strength and recovery, so I just love how it's tailored individually to your own lifestyle. It takes about 30 days for your body to adapt to new nutrients, so right now is a great time to update your vitamin wellness routines to help support your immune system this fall. If you guys want 50% off your first Care Of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code COLDBREW50. That's for 50% off your first Care Of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code COLDBREW50. Now let's get straight into the episode. Morgan, welcome to the podcast. I know you're really excited to be on. I can sense it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, okay. First of all, can we get a rundown of who you are and what you're about? Uh, sure. My name is uh, Morgan, and I'm 27, <laughs> and I live in Colorado, and uh, I'm a pro triathlon athlete for the U.S. national team. Uh so that's like my job and my life. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I, uh, I started the sport in 2018 and uh, with the goal to make the Olympics and the Olympics were canceled. So that's still my goal. <laughs> yeah. But they were postponed, hopefully. I bet they'll happen next year. I have good, good faith. Yeah. I mean, things are happening now, like races are happening. So I feel like. Yeah, I hope so too. I think, it, I think, uh, I think there's a, there's a chance that'll happen. <laughs> There's a chance. Well, that's all you can train yeah. for right now, so you might as well. Yeah, exactly. So you were obviously a runner. Well, I guess people don't know that, but were you like a triathlete before you ran? No. Um, yeah, so I ran at University of Colorado uh, and graduated in 2016. But um, I swam in high school. or like I, Swimming was kind of like my first main sport in i want to say i started in like third grade or first i can't remember it was just a long time ago and uh so i I never did try like over the summer when i was maybe like four, fifteen 15 or yeah like 15 i think i did one or well i know i did one or um with some of the lifeguards i worked with but i wouldn't say i like i didn't i borrowed a bike from a friend and 
uh, I wasn't like I trained for it really, but yeah. So I was more swimming, and then I picked up running in high school. So I had a good background for it, uh, but it was still pretty new. Yeah. So you graduated in 2016. Then what were you doing for the two years before you started doing triathlon? Uh, I well, I ran. I ran. Well, like yeah, like I ran post collegiately for a year. Oh. Uh, like a year and a half, I guess. Um, first I was unsponsored, but then I got, I signed with, a a shoe brand, which is pretty cool. It's kind of like a goal that I had in college and, um, yeah. So at first I was working a bunch, just like making it, making it happen. Uh, supporting myself with like, I was tutoring and working as a swim instructor and, uh, I worked at Macy's on the weekends, which is not fun, but toughen me up and uh yeah then i then i got a sponsor and uh i i ran I, unfortunately i got hurt and i mean it, it all kind of is connected in how i started triathlon um with getting hurt and being the swim instructor and that sort of thing but yeah so did you were you just like all right maybe i'll try triathlon now because i keep getting hurt uh well i was so like i to be honest i was kind of like after call, I mean, I was working like four, three or four jobs. I mean, they weren't full-time jobs. They were, it was like 40 hours a week, but it was just like, I just was like focused on training. So I kind of like, instead of, it was probably not, it was probably stupid. Like I probably could have gotten one job and done it and ran and been fine. But I just, I had no direction, no one telling me what to do. So I just like started working these random jobs and trying to make it work. And it was like, it honestly sucked uh like it was really hard and well I feel like that's what a lot of runners have to do yeah yeah and like I was training by myself which was uh, at the time was actually fine because I had all these jobs and like I kind of like would get in the training when I needed to but it was just it was just tough and uh so my actually um I was like okay maybe like I knew uh, my friend Matt McElroy he was a triathlete and my uncle, like I kind of, I didn't follow it, but I like, I kind of knew about it. And, uh, my uncle actually suggested that I reach out to USA triathlon just cause like he knew I was a swimmer and he's like, well, you might be like better off doing that than doing what you're doing right now. Cause my uncle, he lives in Denver. So he was pretty close and he was like, what are you like? You're doing all these jobs and like, what are um, you doing? You need to yeah. do something else. So I kind of started reaching out to them. And they, so I was just, I didn't even like, I wasn't expecting much. I was just like, Oh, Hey, like I've run this time. I figured my times in running were good enough, but I was like, I'm not a good enough swimmer. I never bike. So I didn't really think they'd be into it, but, uh, yeah. So then like, but then ironically, I like, I started swimming or I started running like really well right around that time. So then that's when I got a deal. So then I was like, well, I'm just going to run now and train till like the 2020 trials, try to make the trials and stuff. But, uh, yeah, so they were still recruiting. They started like recruiting me heavily and like, uh, I kind of forget what your question was, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you go the CRP route or were you kind of, I don't I mean, even I, know how triathlon is structured in that way. Yeah. I mean, I kind of like, yeah, that was a bit, that was like they were recruiting me and they were trying to get me to move to like the CRP people. But I just was like, to be honest, I was like, I don't want to do that. Like, um, 
with all due respect, like they didn't, every dude that went to that, like every male that went to that team basically like wasn't that good um, or like hadn't performed well when they were there. And I just was like, it doesn't, it doesn't seem to like, like, why would I go there? Like, it's a great, like, it's, it seemed like a great, like, um, situation. Like they took care of you and they gave you housing and like, like everything was taken care of. So in that sense, it was like, that's really nice. But like, at the end of the day, like my goal isn't to be like training at the high level. Like my goal wasn't to be like a professional trainer. I wanted to race well and, uh, do really well in the sport. And like I said, like as my goal, like from day one was like make the 2020 Olympics. So I was like, I kind of like, but I mean, they were pretty nice to me and they, so they kind of supported me to go train with, uh, the Canadian national team as I mean, so like the Canadian team is allowed five or six non-Canadians and they trained in Arizona. Oh. Uh, so they were like, okay, well, I think they kind of understood and I never was like, oh, like they've never had a good man, but uh, no, I mean, my sister was talking about it too. Just like, yeah. I feel like you're one of the first younger male, like American yeah. athletes that are, has the potential to do really well. Yeah. And so like, it wasn't that I was like, and there was no knock on those guys or like even the girls, like I would, they're all nice, but I was just like, I wanted to do well. And so I actually, yeah, I started training with the Canadian team. Uh, I did a bit, they were actually in Colorado Springs for a trip, like the, like in October of 2017. And I went out there uh, at the training center and just kind of like trained with them. And uh, it was kind of a trial period. And yeah, I, I decided, uh, I don't know. I mean, to go your own way. Yeah, I did. I did that. And it was, uh, yeah, it was interesting. I mean, I left after a year. But uh, it was good first year, I think, to do that. Yeah. So what and are you had, doing now? What's the training situation look like for you? Uh, I train in Boulder now. Uh, I don't want to say by myself because I train like I have like I, I, I run with different people. I cycle with different people. I swim with different people. But I'm kind of like on my own plan. Uh, so and my coach is in Colorado Springs. I was going to ask who is your coach? Uh, his name's Dean Golich. He yeah he's he coaches a couple of triathletes um i don't know he coaches holly lawrence that's probably the biggest like okay named athlete that he coaches i don't know what kind of people are listening to your podcast if they know i don't know hey maybe some people know that's yeah. why i asked who your coach was because some people yeah. are more familiar honestly yeah. more familiar than i am <laughs> yeah no so i really i mean he's good i really like i would i wouldn't uh i really like working with him so, yeah, yeah that's good are I you mean, are you part of tin man <laughs> uh are you no. just an honorary member well like i don't, I was kind of like i kind of like got the ball rolling um oh the- yeah that's a good little little tidbit yeah, there get so the ball like, rolling yeah yeah exactly um so like, like when i trained after college by myself i was being coached by tom the tin man himself uh and like drew came out and did a week here and we trained together uh so I don't know. I don't know if I'm part of the team. I, no, I would say I'm not part of the team now, but like, I don't know. I don't know what they consider me, but. Well, didn't yeah. you race at club cross nationals last year with them? Yeah. Well, I've raced the, the big three, dub. Yeah. Yeah. I've raced three times with the team for club cross. So 
Yeah, I mean, the first year we did it, or the first year we won, I would say I was definitely part of the team. Like, that's when Sam and Reed just moved out here, and Tyler Mueller started training with the team, who are, like, kind of the original yeah, uh, the original guys to move out here. So, yeah, that was definitely – I would say I was definitely part of the team. And then uh, I was doing workouts with those guys, st- like, still pretty frequently um, yeah. until maybe the summer when I kind of was, like – I just need to focus on my – yeah. I don't yeah, know. I mean, it's uh, just a different sport, obviously. So. Yeah, different sport. And those guys are so uh, – um, <laughs> they're just – they're such a big team now. It's like – it's different. It's not like I can jump in and out, like, when there's, like, five – like, three or four guys, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's definitely more structured know. now, it seems like. Yeah, which is good for them. And, I mean, I've had – I had my best race – my best races, so it was hopefully good for me, too. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> What's been the biggest change – because obviously you were a full-time runner. What's been the biggest change for you with the triathlon training? Um, I mean, it's a lot more volume. It's a lot more, which I actually like. I'm pretty like uh, not sitting still type person. Like, yeah, you were a 10K runner, right? Uh, I'm not, I was more of a 5K guy in college. Okay. Uh, but I definitely ran a lot. Like I was over 100 miles a week for most of, like for my oh, last couple my of years God. of college. <laughs> I cannot imagine. Yeah, so like I was – I was always kind of like doing like I was always like looking to do more and I think I did a couple of weeks of like I think there's my and it, I wouldn't say it worked out like I don't think I actually raced well but I think I did like 10 weeks in a row of over 110 in my fifth year before oh my King goodness Country. is that nor was that normal on your team no 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 it, you and going like, above I didn't beyond. race I didn't race all that whole season like I did all right I got all American and stuff but it was like it was just. I did all right. I got all American. It's fine. Well, I mean, the year like, I registered the year before because we did like we won, and I was just like I could have made our top five for sure, but I they didn't need me, which was kind of sick. Yeah. And the year before that, that, I was like seventeenth, and I was like, way way better runner. Like two years later, all that tra- like I like the workouts I was doing was way better. It was just like I think I was mentally like I put too much pressure, and then like physically I was probably overtrained a bit. So yeah, more is not always more, but in terms of triathlon, like there's no way around it. Like it's going to be more than running. Yeah. Uh, like obviously I'm not running as much. If, I might run half that amount uh, yeah. in a week, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's a lot more. And like, I would say like another thing is you don't really, f- you got to get used to not feeling as good in workouts. It's, like, like I just kind of, can't like you just gotta kind of like run uh with, on tired on, legs like, all the yeah, time <laughs> it's like i mean not all the time and like so, there's days your legs feel good but like you just gotta expect like to not have these amazing like it's almost like you hear these like it's with running too like you hear a lot of these guys like oh it's just you just have to do like b level workouts like a lot of them like it's almost like for triathlon you almost have to do like B minus C plus workouts <laughs> and just like, because you're doing like also swimming and biking. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been a learning experience, honestly, like um, this past summer, honestly, I think my, my mindset really switched. Cause I was like, Oh, I need to run. Well, I need to be in like 28 flat shape in the 10 K and like be like, be able to rip a fast run. But like, uh, I think being a really good biker is actually more important. Yeah. 
because uh, like without getting too, too into it but like you're basically like if you're more fresh if you feel better running off the bike like you're gonna run closer to your potential and the difference between like a 28 flat guy and a 28 30 guy is like as a runner that's huge right but if you're running like pretty close to your top and you're a 28 30 guy you might run 28 45 if you're running but if you're like in really good bad bike shape you might and you're a 28 flat guy you might run over 29 minutes yeah i don't know so like it just kind of like especially with the lockdown and stuff i was yeah i just kind of thought about that stuff and talked to my coach and um yeah so, so you're just focusing more on the bike now instead of the uh, run because I, I mean like... go ahead i wouldn't say i fo- i would say i like kind of just like go through the motions a little bit on the run uh, well i mean i feel like you have the natural talent yeah well and that was the other thing when i won club cross i like basically trained specifically let's like i was still biking and running but maybe like or excuse me biking and swimming uh but maybe like not the intensity it was just like easy maybe i biked like eight hours easy a week or maybe even less and swimming like same versus like doing harder rides and longer uh and i did really well at club cross with like three four hard weeks of running so i was just like okay like that's not gone it's just yeah it's not right. Like, it's not like, I just don't, like I said in the beginning, like I'm not feeling as good in every run workout. So I don't, I don't feel like I'm in this crazy run shape, but I, when I freshen up, I actually think I am in just as good of run shape. So, yeah. I mean, I if know. you're doing all the volume on the bike and swimming, it's like, you're obviously you're getting in the workout. Yeah. Like you said, it'll just feel different. <laughs> yeah. Your, your legs just feel different. And it's like, it's not like all that running in college went away. Like I'm, it's still there in my legs yeah. and it's not like I'm not, I'm still running like 60 <laughs> miles a week. So it's like, I'm, you know yeah how many uh, hours a week do you train uh if you want to disclose the information well like to all your competitors listening like in a big week in a big week it's probably like 28 27 28, 28? yeah oh my goodness that's <laughs> i've never heard that before i haven't talked to that many triathletes is that normal uh no, I'd say I train a little bit more than other people. It's, I mean, I'll be honest. Like, my first two – like, last season, my first two seasons, 2018, 2019, I was not that high. But I just was like – like I said, I was just like, I want to start biking more. Like, I need to, like – I need to just, like, be a crazy good biker. Like, so I just – I just started biking 14 hours a week. I saw you went on that uh, 13-hour ride or what was yeah. it, 15-hour well, ride? I was like, what? It was like 14 hours, yeah, k. Yeah, that was kind that of That is like, bizarre. I can't even imagine it. I've done like three-hour rides. I'm like, I, that's my limit. Yeah, that was – well, that was like um, right after the Olympics got canceled or postponed oh. or whatever. It was like a – and I was like my – like it was kind of fun, – not funny, but – it was almost like right as soon as these races started getting postponed, I had a flare, like my Achilles flared up. Oh. Uh, so I couldn't really even, I could barely run well. And like, there, all the pools were shut down. And like, I was in San Diego with my girlfriend. So I was like, I didn't really know the, the ride, like the riding as well. And I just was like, I just was like unmotivated. And like kind but of that's what off. I was always like. Like you're in San Diego. I was like, where do you even ride for 14 hours in yeah. San Diego? Well, I did loops. This like 70k loop. Uh, 
And it's like hilly. Yeah, it was a lot. It was really hard. But basically, I was just like super like, un- I don't want to say unmotivated, but almost just like, why, like questioning why I'm doing what I'm doing. So I'm I, sure like, a lot of people were feeling that yeah. way. Yeah, so I just kind of like, canceled. was like, I just want to like set a goal and uh, yeah, so I just, I uh, I saw that some triathlete did a 300k ride and I was oh. like, all right, I'm gonna do 400k and just how to one up them. Yeah, yeah. So it was hard and it was a long day, but it was actually really fun. And uh, yeah, so you that's sound cra- a- You sound crazy doing a 14 hour ride and then just training for 28 hours a week. I feel like it doesn't sound that like you're like, oh, 28 hours, not that bad. But if you're yeah, no one does 28. 28- 28 hour training weeks well, i think in college like yeah, yeah in college i think i was doing like seven hours a week yeah <laughs> maybe 10 but you, have, but you have to realize i've been like training pretty hard for a long time like in high school i was like i didn't run a ton i was maybe running like 50 ish or like maybe 60 which i guess for even high school is not a small amount but i would swim like so I would like run, I'd get out at school at two thirty, go for do running practice and then go straight to swim practice for like all of high school. So like, yeah, it wasn't 28 hours, but it was still like, I've been doing it for a long time. So yeah, it know. just, it sounds like you have the mindset to be a triathlete. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I definitely think I, I, I do a little bit and even in running, like what I was talking about, like I didn't need to run over 110. Like it was actually really stupid uh what was your coach was your coach he gave you 110 miles or you were like advocate for it no I just like did it and he was like he told me I could do it he's like yeah you can run 110 like uh and I just I mean everyone knows like coach Wetmore uh at CU is pretty like old school like that yeah Uh, the assistant coach uh Heather Burroughs was she wasn't so um so so keen on the idea yeah but uh i don't know i just like at the time like you're just like like it's it's and it's like you just get used to it and then you're just like yeah like it's just another normal week so yeah i don't know well now now you're psyched up for 28 hour weeks so (laughs) yeah i mean literally a full-time job yeah, I mean, it's my, that's the other thing, though. It's, like, my job. Like, it's how I make my living. And uh, so, that in that, in that sense, it's, like, easier, like, because it's not, like, every day I'm, like, oh, I can't wait to do this three-hour ride. And, like, but you just, it's your job, so you do it, you know? Yeah. Can you take us through a day in the life for you? Sure. Uh, yeah, so, like, I, yeah, like, it's, like, running a little where it's, like, each, the days of the week are a little bit different. Um. Like maybe like a a normal day might be like wake up and uh, do maybe like a six six ish mile run, pretty easy, and then maybe do a three hour ride, like kind of maybe like start at eleven, do a three hour ride with. Uh, actually, I'll do. A, over the summer, I did. A, I was thinking about this one day yesterday, and it's it was it was intense. So I woke up. I did a four mile run with strides okay i did then i went to i did a swim practice it was like probably 5k there's 90 minutes maybe a little bit under 5k uh that was at 11 and then i lifted at one so then so that was the so then i did uh so then at five there's this like 60k group ride 
which is like for the for people that don't know group ride is like a bunch of guys ride together and like this one's this one's a harder one so like people are pushing trying to get away trying to break away so it's pretty hard and then i did right off the bike i did a 4k uh like run basically all out because this is like getting ready for the world champs in hamburg and there was no racing so i had to do some race simulation so i did like a two-hour ride pretty hard and then the 4k and that was like the hardest day i think that i've ever done i I don't know how you can recover from that no it was tough yeah it was i was like you i was definitely tired for a few days after that one I can't even imagine running off the bike, like running off a group ride. Those group rides, I feel like are frightening. First of all, I don't know how, I mean, I guess I watched your race in Hamburg or whatever on YouTube. Yeah. I've never seen ITU bike racing. That was my first time watching it. It looks frightening. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a whole other thing. That's all their aspect. Like I have to do the group rides because that's how our races are. There's drafting and stuff. And like, you got to get used to riding near people. And, and honestly, like at first when you, when you're a beginner, it is frightening. The more you do it, the less frightening it is. Like the less, like now it's like not that fright. Like it's pretty chill for me. Maybe yeah. if it's like a super fast descent, it's like a little bit like scary, but honestly, uh, yeah, I've done some, I've, I just do a lot. And like, that's something that my coaches had me do a lot because I am kind of new to biking and new to group ride. So, yeah. Yeah. Take us through your race in Germany. Was that like your best race ever? Um, I mean, it was probably my best triathlon at least. Yeah. It was definitely one of my top triathlon. I definitely made a lot of mistakes. Like, uh, so the race it's a, for those, it's a sprint distance and that's a 750 swim uh 20k bike ride and a 5k run um so this was like the first race all, i mean this is the first race i've done all year and it's the they decided to make it the world champs because like why not <laughs> yeah why not which some people were mad about but i was like oh sure let's do it uh especially because i was able to race yeah but um so this i think so the swim i had an all right swim i think i was out maybe like 13th or 14th and the field size is like 65 and that's that's generally where i get out uh but the issue was i ran past my bike so like they line up the bikes and i have a red bike and like four guys that were i would think i was ranked like 16th or something so like i was the 16th bike in the like in Going, yeah 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 or like i got i was like the 16th bike from the end so like i have this red bike and it's kind of far and you're like, um, you know, you just swam 750. Like you're pretty tired. Like your heart rate's super high. So like for some reason, like five other guys in front of me had this very similar red bike. So I, it, it might've cost me like placing much higher. I ran past my bike cause I went to this other red bike. Oh no. And I was like, Oh shoot, that's not my bike. So then I turned around, got on my bike. Uh, and I missed the lead pack by like, like seconds so oh, that sucks yeah so the lead, in it racing you need to get basically in the front pack yeah if you want yes. to have any chance of doing well yeah so like the lead pack was it ended up being like 13 guys and uh or maybe 14 guys and i would just like i don't want to say running past my bike cost me making it it would have been hard regardless because like 
but they so they got away and there's 14 of them and they kind of so by the end it was like maybe 10 of them um and they were so then there's they were off the front working together for the 20k and maybe a bigger pack of like 25 of us kind of came together and we were the first couple laps it was a six lap course i think and the first couple laps i was on the front like trying to catch the leaders uh but it was quite hard taking pulls and i was at halfway there was like three of us taking pulls so far so i just decided that i was done because i wanted to conserve myself for the yeah run and i was like well at least i did like i worked hard for half the race and now i'm just gonna try to uh not recover but save myself a little bit for the run so i kind of went towards the back of the pack and uh i don't know if that was a smart decision or not because i stayed there and then going into transition it kind of strings out and i got off the, the bike and i was one of the last guys in the second pack yeah and like that doesn't sound like a big deal but like the leaders might be like 10 seconds 10 15 seconds uh ahead like the lead the just the people that were in the my pack might have been 10 or 15 seconds ahead of me starting the 5k run which i don't know 5k 15 seconds is like kind of a kind of a a lot yeah yeah so i had a really good run for me i got like uh i ran up and i finished eighth uh and i think i had the second fastest run for the 5k which you picked off so many people yeah yeah so there's some it was really good race for me um that was definitely like probably my biggest result obviously uh there's like a little bit of like i wish i made that lead pack i was on like and then like i think i could have had a good chance yeah and then like i wish i was a little bit closer to the front off the um off the bike of even the chase back but hey that's racing and uh like that's a huge part of it like having that skill and awareness and uh confidence so yeah no it was a good race and uh yeah i I didn't realize how close together itu racing was like everyone is really close and it's an hour-long race so you would think that it would spread out a little bit but everyone is literally just giant packs no it is like i think i was like 20 like 15 20 seconds behind the lead the winner and he was and yeah it was just especially the men's race this past year and it was a sprint distance so yeah i mean it takes 50 minutes but it gets it's really close near the end yeah Yeah, that's intense what was your 5k time in that race uh i think it was 14 26 that's very quick (laughs) yeah so after biking and swimming in on the roads yeah so like the guy alex yi uh I don't know. He's a really good runner. He he, he ran like fourteen twenty three. Just so, I mean, he's run like twenty seven fifteen to ten k, and uh, he ran seven forty four like two weeks before that race in the three k. So he's <laughs> so like he had some confidence going in. Yeah, so he's legit. But that just gives you some idea. Like, I mean, running a five k off the bike, off a hard twenty k, and swim swimming versus just like fresh. Yeah. Um, it's obviously not like you're obviously going to go slower. So. Yeah, that makes sense. What what do you think is the most important like leg of the triathlon? Or what's the best to be good at? Or do you think everyone should just be evenly talented at each one? Um uh, let's put it this way. If like you if you're like a super 
like if you're if you're if you're an amazing biker it really helps because first off like you can sometimes close the gaps on the like if you have a bad swim you can sometimes get up to the lead pack or at least the chase back and then you i would say if you're a really good biker you also tend to run better off the bike even if yeah. you're running like i was talking about a few a few minutes ago like uh maybe you're like a 29 flat guy or like a 30 flat guy in a 10k like you if you're like the really good bikers like they can run pretty close to that off the bike uh so i think biking but i mean obviously if you're like a really bad swimmer you're never gonna be in the race yeah that's the biggest thing with it racing i mean that's the thing that my sister had a problem with was the swim yeah you never get to the the bike packs in time yeah yeah so like I would say if there's one to not suck at, it's swimming. <laughs> not suck uh, at. And that's one that people have a hard time with too. So I yeah. feel like it just takes consistency and getting in the water and getting yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's hard. Like, I mean, I feel like swimming, or excuse me, run, like most runners can pick up cycling, uh, at least like from a fitness standpoint. But yeah like swimming is a very different um sensation and it's like, just the impact is so different i feel like runners yeah. usually aren't the best swimmers and swimmers aren't usually the best runners yeah exactly exactly so i mean that's what and like itu uh i think that's what makes itu more exciting than like say iron man uh outside of who wants to watch an eight-hour race um, <laughs> but like the guys like there's iron man guys that are actually the not good swimmers at all but there's no drafting on the bike so they can just like make it all. And it's such a long bike. Yeah. You uh, just hammer can, away by themselves. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I mean, there's definitely guys that aren't great cyclists and still have good races. And uh, yeah. Do you see yourself like, ever doing Ironman? Um, I don't know. I mean, I could do, I, I think I want to do one. Like, I feel like you'll be you could be really good at that if you love training. Yeah. No, I don't know. I mean I just I'm just focused on like ITU and like the Olympic stuff right now. Yeah. Uh I don't know. I mean, maybe. I don't wanna like uh, say no. <laughs> yeah, I just I like honestly is this would be my third season. I don't I feel like I'm still so kind of new to ITU and triathlon in general. Like yeah. I just I don't know. Like I feel like I have so much I have so much to grow in ITU. Like, I don't want to like be like, oh, I'm doing the Ironman, and uh, you know, like, I really want to focus on ITU right now, and uh, maybe in a year, like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe one day, but I'd say right now it's not on my mind at all. Yeah. What is the selection process like for the Olympics? Uh, so the Olympics, so they they did have a kind of a quote unquote trials in 2019 it was at the oh. it's called the test event um and that was at with also it's actually at the olympic venue uh the same i mean they might change it a little bit uh, that's kind of what they're testing out the course to see how it goes so they might i think they might change it a little bit here or there but like for the it's generally like the olympic course and if if we had finished top uh top eight and top american we would have gotten selected. Uh, I had the worst swim of my whole season and I was in the last pack and that was the worst race to ha- for that to happen. Yeah. But hey, uh, 
Mm-hmm. I don't. This might come off. This come out. This might come off a little douchey, but no other American got top eight. So uh, no, at least for the men. So no one. No one got the auto. Yeah. Uh, one girl did. A girl made it. But uh, so then we kind of have a. There's the same. Same kind of trials they're having again, uh, or at least they think they're going to have again next year in Yokohama WTS. It'll be the same kind of deal if you're the top American top eight. I mean, it, just because of COVID, I don't know if they might not even have that race. And yeah, so, and then uh, they just pick people. Yeah, so then if that if that well, regardless of what happens, like they will have to pick people. So because if even if we'll at least have two two men qualified, uh, hopefully three. So even if someone qualifies that day, they still have to pick the rest of the team. So okay. the week after. The week after, they there's like a board of like uh, three or four or five people um, that like pick the team based off like a list of stuff. Is it know. just off of the U.S. national team, or is uh, it like anyone that's doing IT racing in the U.S.? I mean, if you're not like the national team, you have to qualify for yeah through results. So. I would hope that like <laughs> they don't pick someone like maybe I mean in theory they could pick someone that's not on the national team you know but yeah that would be a bit surprised to everyone yeah so do you think you're gonna go uh I hope so I think I have a good chance I mean a lot can change but yeah I'm, I definitely think I have a I'm a contender I'm like yeah I don't know I got so eight. when will when will you find out for sure um uh may okay yeah well we'll be excited to watch watch those results yeah yeah i mean yeah hopefully like stuff is like with covid i mean i don't think it'll be perfectly normal but like i mean i race in germany and there's obviously like the world half just happened and yeah uh, london and stuff so hopefully there's races and uh we have our uh our chance to qualify. Yeah, for sure. All right. To close of the podcast, let's, I, I asked people on the combos over cold brew Instagram for some questions for you. Okay. And so we're going to go through some listener questions. Okay. First one, how many times a day do you shower? Uh, I'd say twice. Okay. Do you I usually, try- do you usually have like two workouts a day or are you doing all three? I, uh, I would say I do like three most days, but like I try not to sh- like if you shower too much, it's like bad for your skin. Yeah, it would really dry uh, out your skin, and like going in the pool all yeah. the time. So like a lot, like sometimes I'll like run, and I know I'm gonna go swim, so I won't shower. Yeah. Uh, or I'll like do an easy run and then go bike, and I won't shower. So like in that, yeah, I try not to shower. I mean, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm sure there's days I shower three times, but. I do like try not like it's not like I'm like as soon as I finish working out I'm in the shower I just I try not to overdo it yeah <laughs> gotta keep the good gotta keep some decent skin yeah <laughs> um how do you find balance with training in your social life uh do you have one I don't really have a big social like I mean a lot of my friends are like runners or triathletes and uh my girlfriend is she's a pretty good runner shout out molly yeah, my old said, teammate at she's, oregon she says hi to you by the oh, way 
so i mean she gets it and like everyone we're all like kind of in in it together and like trying to be good athletes uh i wouldn't say yeah i wouldn't say i'm the best like about like balancing that stuff uh still learning but you prioritize the training yeah for sure i mean like i said it's my job and uh i mean if you want to make the olympics you have yeah (laughs) and it's like i only have so many years to do it so yeah. yeah i don't know i got i had a beer last week with some friends so oh was, my no you did not <laughs> yeah yeah wow wild yeah so but yeah i mean people we we I have a little backyard and we sit outside and hang out so yeah. i don't know uh, I don't that's nice that, as long as you can keep a good head on your shoulders you can that's yeah. really all you need it's not like you need a social life some people need more yeah. than others but yeah exactly all right, next question. What's the oldest you can be to still possibly become an Olympian? Or what's like, I guess, what's the age range? Yeah. Um, I feel like 36 would be the, would be, I mean, I don't know. I look back at some of the older, like the Olympics in like the 2000s, like 2000s, and there's like older guys. Uh, I bet like, I mean, if you're good enough, like probably 36 like uh there's a guy gomez javier gomez and he'll probably make it i mean he will make it for spain and i want to say he's 30 35 and he'll so he'll be 36 next year and like i don't know i mean honestly that guy could probably make it in four years when he's 40 i don't know if he, he will yeah i mean i'm not saying i'm doing it until i'm 40 but... hey i was just about to say you got a lot more years left yeah yeah <laughs> um how does your butt not hurt while on the bike? Uh, I have a bike fit. I got you got a bike fit. You have a good saddle or seat. You have good uh, cycling shorts. And if you're doing a really long ride, I use like the chamois cream. Yeah. That like, um, and then if you're doing a 400k ride, it's gonna hurt. So just. Oh my gosh. Out. I don't know how you sat on a bike for 14 hours. I don't understand. Yeah, that was, yeah, so. What bike do you train on? uh, I train on a Ventum NS1. I don't know anything about bikes, but if you're interested in bikes, that's what he he trains on. Yeah. And I have a, I have, I do, I do a decent amount of like cyclocross riding as well. I saw that. Yeah. So I, that's a, a specialized crux, but I mean, I prefer like, Running the Ventum, it's more. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. What shoes do you run in? I'm sponsored by Three Six One. Uh, so I basically don't really have a favorite one. Spire is what I've been wearing lately, but I just kind of trade out because I don't know. It's kind of something I started in college. Not like just different types of shoe. Don't want. Yeah. It's supposed to be better for your. Um, yeah, don't want your yeah. foot getting used to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Always switching it up. Yeah. Um, what is your number one advice that you would give to a junior triathlete? Um, I would say, like, practice skills and speed. Uh, just, like, and that could be, like, practicing your swim technique or practicing your bike handling or sprinting on the run, like, I think it's easy to just be like, I'm going to do my long runs and get in my volume and stuff. But uh, especially ITU, like there's a lot of skill involved. And like, I mean, you look at the top guys, they're really, really like, 
they're skilled bikers. They have good swim technique and stuff. So uh, you can always add more volume down the road and you can always like train harder and do harder workouts. But like uh, if you're always working on skills, I think that's a good idea. Great advice. Thanks. <laughs> How do you ensure that you're fueling properly throughout the day? You must, I feel like you must feel hungry all the time. Yeah. I actually just started working with nutritionists uh called like fourth discipline um like triathlon the fourth discipline oh so that's, very that's nice. actually been uh that's been helpful um she like i did a i did like i think i did like five days in a row where i literally took a photo of everything i ate yeah and uh she basically like critiqued me and told me what to eat so i mean uh without getting too into it, uh, just like fueling with carbs before workouts. And then when your muscles are fatigued, like you want to replenish with carbs, but also take protein. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a nutritionist, so I'm probably not the guy to ask, but no, well we had Matt, you know, Maddie Alm. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we had her on the podcast, and she was very helpful. Yeah, so go listen to that if you're really yeah. that concerned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're but, very popular but when, episodes, but people are yeah. always intrigued into seeing what other people eat. Yeah, but when you train 28 hours a week, like, you eat a lot. Yeah, um, you must – I can't even imagine how many calories a day that you're eating. <laughs> yeah, and I'll say, like, when I'm biking, if I'm biking more than 90 minutes or even running more than, like, an hour, I try to, like, take a gel or, like, yeah. choose or – even like bring like a cookie or something so yeah. I, I i do think i am pretty good about that like you just the key is like you want to be on top you don't want to like run out and have to like uh like be running at a big deficit yeah that um, sounds bad bonking is never fun exactly so. it's always yeah. better to be over fueled than under fueled yeah for the most part yeah yeah so that's my advice is when you're doing long training stay you just like take something every hour. Did you have a hard time like learning how to fuel and work out at the same time? No, not really. Um, I mean, this, this you're used to it. <laughs> yeah. Like the sports nutrition these days is just like, so like easy on your stomach and like, there's so many options. Like, it's just about finding what you like and yeah the gel like i mean i get sick of it some like there's definitely days i'm like i'm over eating it but i wouldn't say it's like hard on my stomach or anything yeah um okay last question what do you want to accomplish in triathlon uh what do i want to accomplish well like i said when i started my goal was to make the olympics um in 2020 so i definitely want to go in 2021 uh and then, I mean, I obviously, I think I can be competitive. I think I can, I think I like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to like sound too cocky or anything, but I, I would love to get a medal. What? That's uh, not too cocky. Yeah, no, I know. But uh, it's just, uh, there's a lot of good guys out there and I, I don't want to sound disrespectful to them. Yeah. Uh, so like. Hey, everyone's shooting for a medal, I feel like. Exactly. So. Yeah. But I mean, um. Yeah, and it's, I mean, yeah, like to medal at the Olympics would be uh, a dream. I mean, just to make it would be a dream as a kid, but like, I think I'm good enough to medal and I have, I have uh, what it takes. So, yeah. I think we all agree, Morgan. Thanks. <laughs>
Um, where can people follow you at? Because I'm sure now they want to follow your journey. See yeah. if you get that Olympic spot, that so, medal. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you, I have Instagram, which uh, it's like Morgan uh, underscore Cadwell underscore Pearson. That's uh, – I try to be pretty professional with my Instagram. I have a Twitter account, which I like maybe like a little bit less – more fun, less <laughs> – Less professional. It was a little crazy on the Twitter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, there's more trolling going on. And then uh, Strava, if you really want to follow my training, I like, I post by like, I post most stuff on Strava. Uh, It's just, I I think it's just Morgan Pearson in there. Yeah. I'm sure they just type in your name. They can find you. Yeah. So that's probably my favorite one too these days. So yeah. Of course, because you're probably outshining anyone else that's, and you get so well, many like, comments. Wow. I don't get comments, but it's funny because uh, I always like, I'm just not good in social media. Like I just think I'm bad at it. And uh, <laughs> like I, I started using Strava and I started getting followers. I was like, oh, I finally found something I'm good at, like a social media stuff. So yeah, that's why it's my favorite. All right. Go give them the follow. Thank you for coming on. We learned a lot yeah. today. Yeah. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> Can we get a good old, Peace out, fellas, to close out the podcast. Uh, Peace out, fellas. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of Convos Over Cold Brew. It was a super insightful episode, especially to someone like me who's training for triathlon now and who also has a running background. So I loved hearing what Morgan's experience has been, and I'm excited to see what he does in the future. Big shout out to Sarah G for supporting the podcast. It means so much to me if you support through the Anchor platform. The link is in the show notes. If you want a free way to support, it really helps me out if you rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. I just love hearing you guys' feedback and just reading the reviews. It literally makes my day. Go follow Combos Over Cold Brew Pod on Instagram if you want to, you know, get the latest updates or submit your own listener question. And I will hear from you guys in the next one. Peace out, fellas. <laughs>